0: Welcome to the podcast for ballerinas, adult ballerinas, parents of ballerinas, and everyone in between. I'm your host, Georgia Canning, also known as the Balance Ballerina, and it's my mission to break down the elitist barriers often associated with ballet. Through my own studios and ballet-related businesses, I'm all about providing space and content for people from all walks of life to experience and enjoy the many benefits of ballet. Each month, I'll bring you industry leaders and thought-provoking guests who will hopefully inspire you to lead a more balanced life, full of grace, with a little grit. Hello, lovely Balanced Ballerinas. How has your week been? I hope you've been enjoying the BB six-week challenge. It's currently week four. Um, and if you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's okay. But you'd like to join in, it's not too late. Simply head over to The Balance Ballerinas Instagram and click on challenge in the highlights to see what we're up to. We've been doing calf rises, starting our day with lemon water, ending our day with a body scan and being just simply more proactive about ensuring we move our bodies daily. I also love being tagged in your challenge posts on social media, so keep those coming so I can share them with the rest of the BB community. Now, on to today's guest. Rosina Andrews is the author of Pirouette Surgery and Leap Surgery, but don't let the titles fool you. There's uh, nothing clinical or too complicated about her approach. Aimed at dance teachers and educated little dancers, these books break down the technicalities and process of executing perfect pirouettes and leaps, with commentary and anecdotes from world record holder for number of pirouettes, Sophia Lucia, and dancers in the Royal Ballet, such as Stephen McRae. So besides being a published author, Rosina is also a coach, mentor, and choreographer working in the UK. Her strength and passion lie in classes, intensives and workshops that inspire dancers to dance smarter and favour safe dance practice over trends and fads. I'm a huge fan. We sit down to discuss a range of topics from mindset to leading by example. We even talk about our mutual dislike of turning boards and dangerous stretching tools that make us cringe so in relation to this particular discussion you actually can find a list of great items to buy for a dancer um, over on the blog at balanceballerinas.com just search for ballerina home kit and you'll find some goodies there Um, it was lovely connecting with Rosina and I hope you enjoy our little chat you can find all Rosina's books and mentorship opportunities at rosinaandrews.co.uk So we should probably let the listeners know that we are feeling a little bit dusty today because last night we attended our mutual dear friend and fellow dance teacher, Kate Hannah's wedding, and you and I got to meet for the first time. So, but I feel like I've known you forever (laughs) um, because I've heard so much about you, Rosina. Um, It's nice to finally be in the same room. It's nice to meet you. Yes, now can you tell the listeners
1: a bit about yourself? Okay, so I am Rosina, I'm from the UK, and I'm a dance dance teacher, choreographer, and um, pioneer into different technique methods. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a bit of a, a long blurb, but I always say that uh, I want to get dancers to dance smarter, mm-hmm. and with that I have a, f- uh, a couple of publications, and yeah, um, me and my husband are on the mission to try and get young dancers to dance in a really safe and smart way love it first of all congratulations
0: on your two books pirouette surgery and leap surgery can you tell us who's the book aimed at who's the book aimed for and um what will they find in there without giving too much away yeah
1: because of course i want you to buy it yes um, okay so <laughs> people always ask me is it a kiddie book or is yeah. it is uh, is it for teachers and actually the way i wrote it uh people always also ask is it a textbook and really boring and if you get to know yes. me then obviously it's not because the term surgery kind <laughs> of goes oh is this like really technical and difficult yeah to read? i mean some kids when i do the pirouette surgery workshops actually ask me when the surgery is gonna happen i'm like well the scalpel will come later um so yeah pirouette surgery was um always aimed at changing um well Let's go right back. I, um, I lived in the UK. I got into a dance company. Everyone in the dance company was foreign. This is how I met Kate Hannah, Mrs. Grazioli. Know, um yeah. And she was Australian, there was Canadians in there, and I really felt that my technique lacked, uh, even though I'd been training in the UK. So I moved to America, I lived in New York for a while, yeah. and realized like how different the training was there to mm. what we did in the UK. So I came back and I started teaching, like, turns and leaps, virtuoso classes, and people started saying, "Oh, you know, you need to get this into a book. And I was What's like... What's virtuoso classes? Like, leaps and... The oh, things okay. you don't really get to. Yeah, like, so like, like a... a, a um um like leaps and legs kind of leaps class, and legs yeah, yeah. we but don't really do we, in the uk we don't really do that it's always at the end so you get to the end of a ballet class yeah. and you oh my god i've got grand allegro for three yeah. minutes and okay. we don't have time so i started working on that and um someone said oh you should write this down in a book and i'm one of those people that if you you like trick me into saying it i'm like yeah okay let's give it a go i had no idea where to start mm-hmm. luckily i had a really good self-publishing service and um yeah so pirouette surgery was born It's for everyone, and the way it's written is written as if I'm speaking. So, a lot of the jokes a lot of my teacher friends get. Yeah. And then there's a few things that my kids are like, What did that mean? I'm like, Oh, you'll you'll understand that when you teach a group of children. (laughs) Um, They're like, Oh, okay. And then the mums like it because it kind of brings them into it. So, yeah. yeah. And then leap surgery came couple of years so later. So it's like a, it's like a children's movie with adult jokes. Yeah, it is Lego that goes movie. goes over. The, yeah, that goes yeah. over the kids' heads. Gotcha. Yeah. There's okay. a few like tra- training exercises in there too, but yeah. we have a te- we have teachers kits for teachers, so they can oh, get all that separate. So you've
0: got a, a whole separate kit for just for teachers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a three-level teaching program. Um you also have an exclusive interview with Royal Ballet's Stephen McCrae mm. in there without again giving too much away. What are some nuggets of wisdom that he shared with you?
1: Oh, he he was amazing like um for pirouette surgery we met Sophia Lucia and obviously she was 13 when we met her and then we met Stephen McRae as principal royal ballet and like the the interview was completely different like Sam came with me on both of them and what I loved about him was he had just finished his degree in I think it's business I don't quote me but I think it was amazing I'm so business degree as well as his two kids as well as this and the injury and I was just like wow you really you I hate it when people say dancers are thick and it just, I'm like, okay. And he just, he epitomized that for me. Like I was yeah. like, you're, you're amazing. And he knew everything that he was doing and yeah, he was a really, really nice guy. And of course he's yeah. Australian. Yeah. <laughs> what was the, what was the topics you kind of covered? Uh, kind of, I was really interested in his training when he was younger to see how he turned out like he did. Like, did he start really serious ballet training when he was six? Did someone private lesson him from the age of he could walk? And it was really interesting to see that actually he was just a normal kid and he he played sports and he jumped around and he turned yeah. and people let him be how he naturally was so yeah yeah it's not too cultivated which was nice to hear yeah because otherwise phenomenal. you're just going to get kids being trained like robots yeah
0: <laughs> and then so in comparison how was sophia's interview sophia lucia
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> she she was amazing like i actually thought she was going to be really oh, i don't know young and Oh, I just
0: turn. <laughs> I just turn. It just happened. And I was because
1: we'd flown to Arizona, and we'd obviously paid our agent, and I didn't want to just pay all that money I, and just this thirteen-year-old sit there in front of me and be like, "Yeah, I just spin really fast." But she was, she was really educated as well, and it was really nice to know that she had like substance behind what she did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, yeah, she was great. She was a really sweet little girl. Yeah.
0: Oh, good. <laughs> and I how, how old would she be now? She would She's be like
1: sixteen now.
0: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, I can actually imagine it's really hard writing a book full of instructions and teaching practices I couldn't even imagine putting my teaching practices down on paper Well, yeah. How long did it take you?
1: Pirouette surgery took me longer than leap surgery Pirouette surgery took about a year um, because I didn't know, really know where to start I just started writing and hoped for the best But then once I'd done one, leap surgery was much easier to know how the format yeah. was going to go And I did that one in, I did it in three months yeah, yeah. I was writing a thousand words a day, which was wow. It was coming out fast.
0: <laughs> That's good. And so, so you kind of did it just like a word vomit on the page, and then yeah, and then created my publisher the was like, you
1: need to stick on, you need to keep on the ball rolling as the first one to come out. So he's like, when's yeah. the next one? I was like, mm, n- now, yes. And I'm one of those people that yes, yes, I'll do it for you. <laughs>
0: Don't you love that when you do something that you're like, oh my god, like you've birthed this book, <laughs> and then the
1: next question is like,
0: oh, so when's the next? People one? People are like
1: that with the third. I feel like I'm like why yeah. d- I don't know I felt like a woman that had a baby a little bit too soon you know when yeah. you're you know, a newborn in your arms and you're pregnant again that that was me yeah. with leap surgery <laughs>
0: yeah I know it's like when, once you <laughs> it's like isn't wasn't that enough like, like can I breathe <laughs> no. for a second it's like when I climbed Kilimanjaro as soon as I got back everyone was like so what's next and I'm like what uh, do you mean I'm just gonna <laughs> give rest. me a second <laughs> yeah yeah no
1: it was nice to know everyone wanted another one though it was good it was yeah it was a real stab That's in the dark reaction. the first one I was like you know this might go real pear-shaped so yeah it was great no, i have a lot of australian people that buy it as well and teachers kits that come over to yeah. australia and new zealand which is amazing that's awesome do you um, in regards to purchasing your book because
0: on your lovely website you can you can buy a hard copy or a digital
1: copy or just a just hard a hard copy, copy but there is hopefully an audiobook coming in the next year <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna say <laughs> so, a few months but we'll stick with year. yeah and so are
0: you going to um um Voice it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that that's quite the process.
1: Yeah. I de- I. I haven't read them back since I wrote them. Yeah. And I. I, re- I read the first one and there's a typo on a page and it really aggravates me. So I never that read it anymore. Wouldn't,
0: yeah. That would annoy the bejesus I, out editor, of
1: me. I was like, what the? Heck have you done? But yeah. Is it's there gonna any- be fun to reread it? Yeah. Well, is there anything
0: because your book is full of tips and tricks in regards to... Let's uh, let's talk about pirouettes for
1: for turns. Um,
0: Is there anything that you think you might look back on and go, oh, I want to change that?
1: Not so much change, but since I've been teaching the workshops, I want to do so much. I feel like there is a second edition coming or like additional booklet or something because I've been working workshops like literally every weekend around the country and every kid has something different and also my assistant started doing it with younger children and then just watching him and I'm like oh there's a whole section here on five-year-olds spinning and yeah yeah there's There's more there's always more yeah Mm
0: -hmm. I think in our line of work it's constantly changing so that's why you just got to keep yeah a lot of people
1: want me to do a lot of focus on turned out pirouettes and yeah yeah that's all fine as long as you've got the turnout and the that's ballet very training true. and i'm just like look, it's easy to get as kids spinning parallel first and then we'll work on yeah. so you day. predominantly work
0: in parallel yeah.
1: predominantly in parallel yeah yeah and i work with a lot of ballet schools in london and obviously they they're in turnout but yeah. yeah
0: and then i guess once you've got that going in parallel if the child has the facility and if the child you has just, the technique yeah you just it, it would just happen anyway yeah just transition. so it's so almost yeah. like yeah why well, I, not why bother giving the the tips and techniques in a turned out mode yeah. but it's going to happen if the facility is there anyway yeah, so no, definitely yeah yeah um so yeah you do use the hashtag dance smarter a lot um <laughs> which i love i'm glad that you know that i know i love it and so can you share um how that came about and exactly what you mean by dance smarter okay
1: how it came about i can't remember (laughs) a bit like how pirouette surgery originally came about i can't remember that either it's all a bit of a blur but i know that the reason i want people to dance smarter is uh when i i when i train oh i don't want to train for 20 hours and get the same results as if i could get in two three hours because i find that a lot of kids are saying oh i'm stretching for 10 hours and a week and i'm not really improving when if you specify and make it smarter then you can bring that down to half an hour 20 minutes and get better results. So that is why dance smarter came about. And also there is just a lot of trends at the moment and I think they're a little bit dangerous and some unsafe dance practice and we want the kids that are dancing these days to be able to walk by the time they're 21, yes, 22 and not <laughs>
0: need hip replacements. Literally.
1: So yeah, we're me and my husband Sam are really against that Who sort is of training. Who's here? Hi
0: Sam. He is here. <laughs> He's
1: sitting here. Hello quietly not making any noise he's a good instagram husband yeah he is he's very good at instagram yeah Yeah. (laughs) maybe you should run my instagram it might be more active (laughs) yeah so me and him are really really kind of fighting in the uk to get dancers to dance smart and safe and it's beginning to make a difference and it's nice to see yeah it's nice to see safe practice
0: what are some trends that are quite frankly really annoying you right now (laughs)
1: Um, I hate oversplit, like passionately hate oversplit. I don't mind it in front splits because I understand that you've got to get a nice little sway back in that front leg if you wanna end mm-hmm. up like Sarah Lamb, yeah, fine. But these like side leaps, the pelvis twisted, back hunched, they're killing me. Mm-hmm. I can't and yeah, I'm not a fan of leg hole turns. Neither are my students. <laughs> no. Interesting. They have the physicality to do them, they just yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, it just it does borderline on that gymnastics feel and it kind of rhythmic it it kind of um loses the aesthetic of dance when you start putting things like that in that i feel like we're we're slowly going back to a more pure yeah. I, form. I feel
1: you I feel like it's taking full circle yeah
0: but w- there was a period there actually when I started my studio and I had been out of the Stedford game for such a long time because back when we were doing competitions <laughs> and stuff you were dancing there was that no one shot there was no back. one doing yeah there was no one doing aerials on stage do you oh, know yeah. what I mean that wasn't even no you're not cool if you can't aerial anything. These days. <laughs> well, <laughs> an aerial these days is like a plie like it's oh yeah it's no. just every two seconds like
1: ironically though most kids that can or can't necessarily plie properly it's very true yeah so uh, i always because i everyone's like oh you teach leaps and turns you must be all about tricks but actually Mm. my main focus i was a contemporary dancer and my main focus is always artist development yes leaps and turns are good but artist development over and over again if you watch any of my students it's all about how they create a story and performance
0: well it sounds like you have that perfect combination of conditioning which yep. is your leaps Reduce and turns, down. which I I liked. Yeah, I like to call conditioning. Yeah. And then you've got, um, yeah, the artistic The creativity side. and yeah. the improv and yeah. So like your background then, um, growing up, what styles did you do?
1: So my mum's a dance teacher. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did find that out yesterday
0: because <laughs> I said, oh, would you would you have your own studio one day? And you're like, no, no, my mum, my mum does.
1: <laughs> That's enough. I <laughs> know yeah, my wife. Thanks. Um, yeah, so my mum's a dance teacher, and I grew up doing like ballet, modern, tap, yeah. um, national. What was your favorite? Tap. Yeah. Yeah. I used to tap. I used to. I was in. I'm in a tap book. I used to be quite like a champion tapper, and actually, I haven't <laughs> tapped for like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's. it's um, I grew up doing quite a range of things, but my mum was always quite forward thinking, so I feel like that's rubbed off on me now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's great. I um, yeah. I really like the dance smarter hashtag, and I feel like the industry is coming full circle a little bit, yeah. and it's really nice to see um that people are realizing that those oversplit positions and tilts and stuff they're not even attractive no, do you know what no, i mean especially on the brief <laughs> yeah unless you know <laughs> gosh without tights let's not go
1: there yeah let's not go there
0: that's not what today's about uh, that is a whole another discussion for another day but um anyway you also have a very fun Very raw YouTube channel, which I love because it. I watched a couple this morning in my preparation for our interview. Wednesdays with Rosina. Wednesdays
1: with Rosina is brand new and definitely raw.
0: No, the reason I say raw, and I think that's a really good thing, is because it really gives it's a great place to actually direct a student who might want to go into freelance dance teaching or what does that look yeah. like what what is a day in the life of you know oh God. and it's just <laughs> forgot about that one yeah I watched that one Did Sam was in what's it in my bag? Sam was in it too no I didn't watch the what's, I in, what's bag. in my bag
1: is one of my best it's one of your got, best <laughs> no it has a few products that we kind of endorse in it so. yeah well actually I'll ask what's in your bag like what, what's in your dance bag what is in my dance bag well to start with it's not really a dance bag it's my my favorite bag but we won't talk about her now um <laughs> she has a name it has the bag my, has a name yeah what's it's, the bag <laughs> i need to know now what's the bag the bag's bag is called lazandra because she's a beautiful louis backpack and i already have a louis bag so that was called louis so we now have female lazandra and in our house, we can be like, "Oh, where's Lysandra, And Sam will be like, "Oh, she's over there in the cupboard." Or we <laughs> will be like, "Oh yeah, she's on my back." So yeah, Lazandra has yeah. Um,
0: almost sounds like lasagna. Apollo but anyway. socks
1: in it, which we are real. Um, we we work a lot with Apollo socks, um, shocks. Sorry, Apollo shocks. With my socks, what else in my dance bag? My Mac, foot roller, mm-hmm. some rose quartz, which is <laughs> good energy. What else is in there, Sam? So
0: You're What's a crystal that? girl.
1: Perfume. Oh like herbal gluten remedies in case I yeah. eat bread.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in case just in case it accidentally enters my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything dance related in my bag. Well you got a foot roller in there. A foot roller and, and some socks. I actually have are you impressed? I've got rose quartz. I was gonna on say table. I saw that earlier. There, there you go. Like, I don't know what else
1: is in there. About fifty iPhone dongles because I lose them yeah. all the time
0: yeah and now especially when you're working out of other studios too you also have to have the little because the iPhones have gotten rid of oh, the that's, um, that's
1: those things the plug. Mm-hmm. You have to
0: get the little connector now. And so. I lose them.
1: So I have about yeah, six. Yeah, because
0: they're tiny. I lose them too. <laughs> but anyway, I'm a big fan of Wednesdays with Rosina. <laughs> um, for anybody listening, you can go have a, a flick through Rosina's YouTube channel because there's cleaning choreography, there's warming up correctly, <laughs> improvisation <laughs> tips. <laughs> um, but on warming up correctly, what yep. does your typical warm up, like if you're um, setting a perfect warm up for your students, what does that look like?
1: So I'm lucky that Sam mainly does the warm up with my students. So as yep. a conditioning and strength and fitness coach, he knows what he's doing. Um, what I find, I like to do a lot of dynamic movement. Um, I don't just tell them to jog. I feel like a lot of people like jog around the room. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that happens here because it's hot, but in the UK, you just see kids aimlessly jogging around the room. Yeah. So a lot of like um, dynamic twists and lunges and things like that to warm up the mm-hmm. legs and the arms and the abs, and then dynamic stretching I don't do static stretching until the end of class because there's a little sneak bit of leap surgery here but Deactivates your muscles for like up to two hours if you stretch for a yes st- statically for a long period of time. So yes, that's the last thing you want to do.
0: Lisa Hal, who is um one of the oh, yeah. top leading uh, the dance ballet, physios ballet in Australia,
1: blog. yeah, the ballet blog. Um,
0: she, um, w- we recently attended a workshop with her, and, and she was all she's all about safe dance practice. And yeah, you two would get along very well. <laughs> um, and yeah, she was discussing the fact that if you are stretching before class, the amount of time it takes for your muscles to be working again and able yeah. to perform um actively it's quite it's um, quite a, is crazy a long time. time yeah so when you go to competitions and see all these kids oh, like that's... sitting in the splits i'm like thinking mm, sitting in splits wouldn't be plastic, doing that
1: plastic rod sticking their legs even further than splits but yeah. yes exactly
0: <laughs> yes are there uh, do, are you a fan <laughs> of tools for stretching or do you believe that you should just be using the body
1: um i think you can use yoga blocks but i think you should use them mm. how they're originally made to be used but mm. like if you go to a yoga class and there's someone who can't reach the floor that's what the yoga blocks for yeah. so i think for the tighter kids we often sit them on them for pike stretch or straddle stretch um yeah and we use a few what are those bands Therabands. bands that you like to use move method. move method bands yeah um they're like a stretch rope they're not stretchy and you can't get stuck in any positions yeah i think yeah the flexi stretches are great for the kid that can but i worry about the kid that can't and yeah like one of my students actually who's in melbourne and she'll hate me for saying this was apparently practicing on a wobble board on a flexi stretcher and fell through a window um (sighs) i mean she's a stunning dancer and she's in melbourne city ballet and all that but i just don't picture her crumpled in a heap so sorry cosima if you're listening (laughs) i love you (laughs) i can't believe
0: she fell through a window yeah she
1: has this full-on scar in her hand and everything oh my gosh
0: speaking of um like you know the turning boards okay, so yep. you are you know you've written a book literally on pirouettes and turning yeah what are your thoughts on turning boards
1: okay so i ordered one when they first became like cool yeah and i nearly died
0: <laughs> yeah because
1: i put it they on this wooden floor and so dangerous i nearly span I again like through glass because i was doing it in my mum's conservatory and yeah i think they're okay i think they're great for kids learning to spot i think they're like you know they're a great product it's a great niche if you look at it in a business strategy then yeah that's great yeah. um but i always say you can you can spot a turn border from a mile off because they usually prep with absolutely no bio- biomechanical understanding of the preparation so they just spin and then you take them off the turn board and they can barely rotate because yeah they haven't used any muscle so i always say if you're practicing I your agree. turns 10 minutes one minute on a turn board nine minutes without otherwise you Mm -hmm. get habits but kids love them so they do there's one that counts how many turns you do now oh
0: really that's very technical see i I, it goes on an app
1: and everything yeah i
0: jumped on one and almost killed myself too like i i thought (laughs) it was the flat
1: foot thing that kills me yeah i
0: thought it was like a um skateboard (laughs) like it's as dangerous if not more dangerous i know i think they are quite dangerous yeah yeah
1: and they scratch the floor as well yeah. I, I sorry, turnboard if
0: you listening. Yeah, sorry sorry. Don't worry. They won't be reaching out anytime soon to sponsor the podcast now, will they? <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. Well well.
0: No, that's all right. I don't I don't need turning board people. I'm not sure there's them. many
1: dance teachers that actually <laughs> agree with turning boards. I think it's just more mums and kids. Yeah. So you see it on Instagram and the mum wants to buy them something dance related. Yeah. Totally. So you can't you can't blame them in that sense.
0: Yeah, I had to put up because um, I get, yeah, questions all the time, like, oh, I wanna buy something, you know, dance related for Christmas and what's his foot stretcher, you know? And I'm like, oh, please don't. Um, no,
1: no, no, there's ligaments you yes, only get once. Yes, please don't <laughs> buy one of those.
0: So I actually put up a blog post and it had like cheaper versions of a bar, more expensive versions of a ballet bar, things like TheraBands, things like, yeah. you know, nice things that aren't going to... Um, her,
1: cheap her cheap
0: version of the ballet bar the back of the sofa exactly or the back <laughs> that's of the chair. how I did it like. exactly exactly lots of parents though go out and buy their children I ballet know, bars so and very it's lucky kind of kids to have their own very dance studios. lucky children um but it's actually kind of nice it gives them a little space too because I've had some photos sent to me it gives them a nice little space that they can
1: practice Yes, yeah, I think it inspires them to practice
0: exactly. When some space. exactly um I was watching this video, Rosina, where you're getting the entire class to turn while saying chicken nuggets.
1: Okay, and they're like 20-year-olds as something. And well, then, like. <laughs> yes, and
0: then the entire class starts chanting, I'm pretty sure it was avocado. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Please explain.
1: Okay, so I find that most kids don't have any rhythm in their turns. So if a spot always needs to be one and two and so chicken nuggets is good for a double turn and then i have this one kid that goes i'm vegan i'm not gonna say that so i was like oh well. okay, so <laughs> <they say> avocado <laughs> oh that's avocado so and then like you can add and chips to make it a triple or on toast or on sourdough or whatever on rye maybe that think would work on my, rye
0: if they in my head now so avocado, avocado and, and chips
1: yeah. yeah yeah so that's that yeah, gotcha. The fact that those students in that video are like nineteen, twenty-year-olds at full yeah, time. Yeah, they were as quite well. old. <laughs> They're having a great time though. <laughs> That's <laughs> so funny. You wouldn't even think like of the vegan thing. Like, oh no, that no, was like a seven-year-old as well. She's like, I don't say chicken.
0: I oh, was so can- Oh wow. Okay. There is like vegan chicken, like. <laughs>
1: Anyway. So, uh, you only know, act on this point, like okay, avocado.
0: That's so funny. So you are pretty, you are pretty active on social media, and yeah. it's good. Do you think that it's important for dance teachers these days to promote and share on social media, like? You know, healthy habits and practices and... social
1: media is like a curse and a blessing yes. I think without it I wouldn't be where I am mm-hmm. uh, but then I also might not be as uh, like anxiously screwed up in my head if I didn't have as much <laughs> social media constantly in my face but no I think dance teachers do need to share it because if you don't then it, obviously dance teaching is your passion but it also must be a business and yeah. if you're not on trend with or something like that then you've gotta you can do it well like Coastal Dances is done really well
0: coastal dance does do it very well Yeah. shout out for at coastal dance on instagram <laughs> that's uh mrs grazioli that got married <laughs> yesterday her beautiful dance studio down at crumbin on the gold coast um i yeah i'm i'm in two frames of mind about social media as well but i do think that it's not going anywhere so we may as well embrace it and yeah, keep no, it exactly. positive and it is a great platform to inspire the kids yeah to do the right thing and yep. practice and check in with you know yeah, their I think habits. Yeah, it's really similar to
1: like the body confidence stuff. Like yeah. if you're following those pages and you've got to educate them against it. But there's a lot of amazing people to follow on Instagram that you know. Exactly. My kids are obsessed with Autumn Miller and Mark yeah. Miesma and all that. Like they're obsessed. So
0: yeah, I think it's a combination of of Brian encouraging. I forgot about her. Who's that?
1: Brian nolet I don't, I don't know if I'm saying her name right. She's Canadian. <laughs> I mean. I'm bowing down to her yeah
0: i should make a list her actually yeah i should make a list of really good dancers and positive role yeah. models to follow because i think that's half the battle sometimes when you scroll like, like when children are probably scrolling through instagram and they're just following, following it's hard following. to decipher which is which yeah yeah and um i i do personally try and go oh Guys, I've found this new dancer and she's got a great message. And give her a follow, like, yeah. and check out what she's doing. And you
1: have to lead by example, I think. Yeah,
0: and then make sure. I try sure not to
1: post too many selfies on my Instagram, <sighs> but it's hard this week with the wedding. Like, i like, I need to pretend I'm working, but I also am on a beach. Like, <laughs> no, but which that's important. That's
0: important too because you're supposed to post both because yeah. you've got to have that balance and you've got to tell students that it's important to have that balance. Yeah, like, no, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, speaking of balance, the question that I ask everyone, it's probably going to lead a little bit into the next topic I want to talk about though. I do ask everybody what their tip for leading a balanced life is. But I also wanted you to talk about um, mindset because as you say, the Rosina Andrews method isn't a syllabus. It's a mindset. No, it's not a syllabus. And no. I love that. I think you're a little bit similar to me in regards to... Uh, truly believing that success is a state of mind. Oh, yeah, so, I say that all the time. Yeah, so I find, there you go, so we're, we're very similar, but I find a lot of people can get in their own way and I have a feeling that your tip for probably leading a balanced life has something to do with mindset. and.
1: Yeah, my mindset um, thing is probably a whole other podcast, but we'll, we'll just quickly touch upon it. So um, You can go to- for as long
0: as you want. That's the yeah. beauty of a
1: podcast. <laughs> they might not want to hear it. <laughs> sure they will. (laughs) So yeah, when I went to college, I was quite young and I came out with absolutely no confidence and no really idea what I was kind of wanting to do with my life. And then kind of began to, when I moved to New York, I began to understand the importance of mindset and things like that to improve success. So I just always wanted to make sure that no students kind of feel the same as I did when I came out of college. Sort of lacking confidence and lacking any idea of like, I just, I know my corrections are, but I don't know how to improve them. They've just been yelled at me. So yeah, my mindset led on to a mentoring program so each year i mentor between five to seven young dancers between 14 to 19 in the uk and like some of them i know i've known quite a while and some of them i've never met before but we do like online sessions and like workbooks and stuff like that to help them um progress in not so much me telling them what to do but kind of trying to help them have someone to talk to and someone to give them a different opinion so Mm -hmm. that is my mindset and mentoring blurb um keeping a balanced yeah for me you've got to work hard and you have to play hard as well like yeah. i'm not afraid to show that i'm working because a lot of people are like oh you work so much and then i'm like yeah but now i'm in australia for two weeks and like in the summer we're going to la again and like we try and make sure that we want to play harder as well as working hard yeah. otherwise it just gets so much and that's when the inspiration comes yeah At Creek, no? How do you say it? If you're not from Australia, you will not
0: understand how funny this is. But Rosina, could you please say Talabudra Creek again?
1: (laughs) Talabudra Creek. (laughs) That was better. That was better.
0: (laughs) Yesterday, because I was asking where you were visiting whilst you were here on the Gold Coast. And I don't...
1: I think I must have like, you said Tullabudra. Tullabudra. I'm not even going to
0: try, but you made it sound very fancy. <laughs> but it's a creek, and it's very nice, though.
1: Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Have you had fun in Australia?
1: Yeah, I've loved it. Yeah. yeah, we love Australia. We love Australian friends. Yeah.
0: Well, it's been really nice sitting down with a like-minded teacher who really <laughs> does lead by example. Um, I love everything you're doing. Well, thank and you so much for having me. Yeah, and next time we catch up, it might be in the UK yeah please do Mm, because my sister lives there so yeah i need to come on down soon you'll have to come visit my mum's studio yeah my
1: students that do avocado on toast at wilkes
0: (laughs) you'll have to show me around
1: yeah well absolutely i'll make sure i'm there on a wednesday yeah well uh, wednesdays with rosina Rosina. it needs some help (laughs) if anyone has any ideas of what to do in the following week wednesdays with Rosina, that would be great so how many weeks have you been doing this for now i've done it since january
0: that's pretty good. Yeah. Every Wednesday. Well, you've I, didn't, a video. I did a
1: very short one at Coast on Dance last week, and I didn't. I'm not probably won't do one this week because it's when we're flying back, but yeah, yeah. I'm we're, sure everyone will be back into you. it as of next week.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Well, where can everybody find you on socials, and where can we purchase your book from?
1: On social, I'm Rosini Ballerini. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my nickname at college and then it got too far my instagram got too deep for me to want to change it so i'm always rosini ballerini and you can buy my books from www.rosinaandrews.co.uk good awesome
0: thanks so much rosina thanks (laughs) thanks Georgia. thanks so much for listening everyone i hope you enjoyed our chat now on to my review for the week comes from joanna you can find her on instagram at ballet librarian such a cute instagram handle ballet and books love it anyway she says hey Georgia I've been listening through all the podcast episodes and am loving them all I began ballet as an adult and really appreciate your outlook on teaching adults each conversation you've had on the podcast is fun intelligent and a pleasure to listen to thank you for putting the effort into doing this thank you Joanna for taking the time to write such a lovely message to me it's messages like yours and reviews like yours that Keep the Balanced Ballerinas podcast going. So thank you.